right, we're gonna we're gonna sing uh, the Ch- Chili's Baby Back Ribs song. I don't know that song. Oh, How do you singing? <laughs> because I'm a vegetarian, I just tune out. Like I can't even hear it. <laughs> I want my it's baby. It's just like back, white noise back, to me. Back, like I, I don't. Want my baby back, what? baby back, what? baby back. Do you know that? <laughs> no. What oh my list? god. <laughs> <laughs> what game? Why the song? <laughs> I just were you want. Just hungry? <laughs> you were just hungry at the time. I just want fucking literally anything that we can all do simultaneously. And that's the first thing <laughs> that comes to your head. That's the chili's big song. Two hours later, we didn't start the, the fire. fire. It was it always, always burning. This the world's turning. Good enough. We didn't start enough. the fire. I'll use that. Welcome to Rouge One, episode 13. Uh, breaking the mold, though, because 13th episode, we're lucky, though, and have everyone here this time. Holy shit. Yay. I'm Kevin Yost. Uh, Matt Gould here, uh, licking some baby back ribs. Uh, Chili's baby back ribs enthusiast, Sud Sampath. And Chili's employee, Ben Rogers, right here. <laughs> That's great. We should always reference stuff that isn't recorded on the podcast. We'll put it in the audio. <laughs> you have the audio. You can splice it however you want. Uh, let's go ahead and get started uh, with Ben. Fuck it. Ben, what you do this week? Oh, my goodness. Well, um, I watched Polar. And that is a good movie. Um, Sud has informed me that other you're people wrong. do not think so. Yes. <laughs> I never said you're wrong. I'm just saying it's got a 19% on Metacritic. So oh, no. I am mostly hated. I am not the average. Maybe it's for those who read the comic. Hey, I'm another, I'm another person over here. Oh, okay. And I saw that movie too. What do you and think? He, he refused to tell me before the podcast. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it as much as uh, I enjoy watching like an old movie like uh, Romeo Must Die or... Wow. That's um, an old movie. <laughs> Kiss of the Dragon. You know. Toy Story 3. So Jet Li movies. <laughs> It's a fun like action that, flick. I really enjoyed it. Is it like that class, classic era of Jet Li with like Cradle to the Grave and like DMX and all that? I think um, Unleashed. The, <laughs> all the, uh, the movie, you know, I feel like the, it uh, was cartoonish in a way. Yeah, it felt very um, comic book. Comic book. But I felt like that was very intentional, and I feel like maybe mm-hmm. some of the people didn't quite understand that. When they watched it, and maybe that's why it has bad rating. I don't know. Um, maybe it's the fandom who, because it is based off a, off a graphic novel. So maybe I it's not true you, to that. 
I promise you these professional movie critics have not read the fucking graphic novel before <laughs> okay, watching this well. movie. So, Matt, is that your only guess as to why someone do, didn't like it? Like, did you enjoy it well enough that you're not even like, yeah, I can see why... You know, because, like, there's can, stuff I, we I, all, I, like, ironically. Is this not that? I went into it kind of, like, not taking it super serious because, like, it, it doesn't even take itself serious from the beginning because the first, like, couple minutes is focused Johnny around Knoxville Johnny Knoxville doing coke. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> it's just a super silly series of events. So, like, it doesn't even start out. Like, it kind of shows you it in the beginning, so I don't know. If you're not into it from the beginning, then you might not be into it for the whole thing, but... Like I said, I like the comic book feel of it. Like I said, uh, as we were talking um, earlier, uh, it feels a lot like um, Kick-Ass. But that's obviously intentional, because Kick-Ass is also based off a comic. And it has that cartoony, over-the-top feel. But I enjoyed it. It had a really cool twist, and... Uh, a lot of cool uh, action. Richard Dreyfus is in it. Great. That's <laughs> what I wanted. That means yeah. nothing to me. Oh, oh, uh, like, uh, there's, there's some Mads Bush. <laughs> compare it to Pine Bush. I don't know how we, I don't know how we compare it with Chris's, but it's there. You pull it up side by side and tell us which one you'd rather get lost in. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The action is a little uh, ridiculous at times. Oh, yeah, and if you're into torture porn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's probably why this movie got really bad reviews then. I don't think a lot of reviewers enjoy that aspect. There's a lot of that. And um, There's uh, boobs. The main main villain is like kind of like a mix between like Elton John and the Penguin. (laughs) It's hilarious. Okay. I didn't see it before, but now it's all I see. Wow. <laughs> but which penguin? The Danny DeVito penguin? No, Danny, Danny DeVito. Um, yeah, kind of like the Danny DeVito penguin. The one from Gotham. I don't know if he's in that. <laughs> this movie sounds crazy. I it is. It is that. crazy. And, yeah, I mean... Um, I mean, apparently watch the opening scene and then decide if you want to continue from there. There is a lot of Mad's butt in this movie. Ben is just going to describe every... <laughs> I'm just saying, he's running around naked a lot. Ben's like, there are four tits, three bushes, two butts. Ben, Mr. Skin Rogers. I am the new Mr. Skin living embodiment. Um. Watch as I recall all nude scenes. Not exactly where and when, but visions of them. Swordfish, 2458, Halle Berry. Your eyes roll back into your head. No, he's not at that level yet. It's just Halle Berry. Middle-ish? Like maybe middle beginning? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I went to the bathroom sometime in between. Uh, Paint me like one of your French girls. Uh, Titanic? (laughs) They're in a car. I don't know if they're on a boat or not. There's fog. They could have been in a... They were in a car on a boat. It's true. Well, there's that. I also have been playing around with the new DLC in Fighters, Dragon Ball. Oh, the (laughs) G-Ring? 
Yeah. Fighters, comma, Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. The super muscular alien. Yeah, alien I, can boy. Be, I can be super buff alien. And he's How like, strong is Jiren? He's the is strongest. Strong? <laughs> Everybody knows that. Do you have to do a three-person team move to take him down? Obviously. Is he top tier? <laughs> yes, he is very quickly top tier. <laughs> because of all, his, he has a really strong like counter move and stuff like that. He's just a beast. Does a lot mm. of damage. And yet, you seem like you've been entirely obsessed with Videl. I have been. I have more fun with Videl because of Great Saiyan Man and Pigtails. <laughs> <laughs> And that makes me that makes me like look forward to like other maybe we'll get other costumes since Videl, they've shown they can do it, you know. <laughs> we weren't Whether sure they... if they even had the technology before. <laughs> yeah. There is a realm where there's Batman Vegeta, yeah, and Piccolo with and, his baseball cap. Yeah, and Post Boy Piccolo with his jeans. What about and Krillin hat? with a mustache? I want Krillin in his white suit <laughs> or taco shirt. I'll take taco, taco shirt. Taco shirt is good. Yeah. Man, that is a good shirt. And I've and uh, I've been trying to go for platinum for Bloodborne. Wow. Oh, shit. How's that going? Yeah. Uh, pretty good actually. It's not one of the craziest uh plat trials where you guys just gotta put in the hours. It's all relatively. You can do it in like two full runs. Because, I mean, all the, no. all the Souls games it are would... basically just kill all the bosses, right? Those are, like, the only... No, no. Kill all the bosses. This is collect awful. All, collect all the items. Uh, you have to beat it two different ways. The three different ways. There are three endings. Oh, yeah, that's right. So well, I, I, have to beat, I have to beat it three different ways. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, the Dark Souls... Dark Souls is worse. I, Dark Souls is a lot Dark worse. Dark Souls is is way worse, but it's not like I think your characterization is incorrect, Kevin, because especially in the Dark Souls games, there are many quests that are mutually exclusive. Uh, so it actually does require a lot of different things to occur. Oh, quest and lines. because oh, quest lines and then the thing is that the game world's so finicky and like you can completely fuck yourself so easily that there are many instances where you have to interact with their character at a certain point and, like, guide them to the next point because they could just die to an NPC and then you get fucked out of that quest line. Or, you know, you could just be dumb and you swing, like, click the wrong button and you attack them <laughs> yeah, and yeah. just aggro you. <laughs> and, like, you can't stop. And, like, it's like, well, I guess I'm starting the game over. Like, it's not actually that intuitive um, to get the Platinum. I will say that the, I think the Bloodborne Platinum, it is relatively straightforward for those kinds of games. Yeah. I would also say that some of the requirements to get through the Chalice Dungeons and the DLC has the hardest boss in any Dark Souls game, I think, that kind of game. Yeah, uh, yeah. sure, but the... technically the DLC isn't required for the Platinum. Yeah, um, but, I mean, if he's not going to do the DLC, trophies. then it's, it's not... Now he's yeah. right, I got it. I gotta go for it. <laughs> like, it's like a fake Platinum. It's kind of like <laughs> when I got... Well, it's like when I got High Warlord gear in WoW, and it's like, well, I didn't actually earn the High Warlord title. I just fucking ground honor. Does that mean that I was High Warlord? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, not at all. I will say but kudos to you, because I tried playing Bloodborne once, and that game is just too too hard for me, man. I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy it. 
I love the From Softwares. Cause your reaction times somehow get dull. No, cause I play a I I play a lot of challenging, hard, fast-paced games that require reaction times, and I play them on. What was the last one you played like that? Smash. Mm. Yeah, any fighting game. I mean, yeah, yeah, I play competitive fighting games. I play I played Overwatch competitively. Yeah. That's oh, true. that's fair. I'll take that back. I that game is just it's. It's just not. I don't know. I didn't. It didn't click. It, uh, I, I, it's unfortunate because it's the greatest game. One of the greatest games ever made. I played and a lot of uh, Dark Demon Souls and Dark Souls, and I played some Dark Souls too, and I liked those games a lot. But Bloodborne, there was something about it. It just like maybe I'll have to give it another go with a fresh take, I mean but I mean it was I, everyone's got it it was free on PlayStation Plus and I, think I literally think that this is the greatest PlayStation 4 game ever released and I think it's in my top 5 games of all definitely time definitely in my top 5 games of all time for sure it's incredible uh, and the story is outrageously good yeah man for, love that HP Lovecraft I really like the aesthetics and the graphics I don't know I, I couldn't never make it past the first part of the game, like I don't even know like what happens after the interview. That's crew. usually how it goes for a lot of, a lot of from software people who pick up from software games. But I don't even think they're that hard. Like that's because we've been forged from the <laughs> no, start. No, I disagree. Like you were like they, you came home from the you came home to the apartment and we're like check out this sweet game that Japan is raving about. Like no one had heard about. None of my friends had true. heard about Demon's Souls. We were, like, yeah. the first. Yeah, I did buy it day one because of, like, the outrageous Japanese reviews. And I was like, this has to be good. Um, <laughs> just has to. If it's popular oh, nice. in Japan, it must be good. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's why Seth only watches harem anime. <laughs> That's true. Uh and I, I try to apply that to Western dating norms. It doesn't work. <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm really looking for a sounder. <laughs> Will you call me uh, Chan or Sama, depending on the circumstance? Awesome. Um, but I don't actually think the games are hard. I think they just harken back to a time of game development and game design that just is like, vanished for some reason where yeah, it's just it's, like we need to challenge our players in fair ways it's like unforgiving. you would never say huh it's unforgiving for sure yeah it's unforgiving but it's not unfair it's not doing dumb shit to you really yeah it's for the meme you know i really enjoy the meme that has come from it you know the get good well, I mean, towards the end of all those games you become a god yeah. like even in bloodborne you know yeah, it towards forges the, end of the you. game Get your ass kicked a lot in the beginning, but then you start kicking the ass with some challenges sprinkled here and there, but it's great. And honestly, like, Demon's Souls 3 is a hard game, but, like, it is way easier. Or, sorry, yeah, Dark Souls 3. (laughs) Um, Missed a whole lot of games. Oh, I wish there was a Demon's Souls sequel. That'd be weird. Why? It'd be super weird. Um, Why do I want a Demon's Souls sequel specifically? No, why would it be weird? Just because how the plot is and the the timeline. Um, well, Dark Souls isn't really connected at all to Demon Souls. I thought there was some 
connections with the, uh, the kingdom. like thematically, well, but yeah. the, it's just a different kingdom. It's yeah. Lordran instead of Boletaria. But Lordran makes is referenced in three. Yeah, because Lordran is where all the Dark Souls yeah. games take place. Demon Souls. I, mean, I guess takes it wouldn't be too weird to throw something in as a sequel in the in the timeline or whatever. He's, I'm so after <laughs> Demon's Ben, he's Souls. telling you that going? they are totally disconnected timelines. Oh, I thought they were connected. No. Through Dark Souls 3. No. No. My bad. Dark Souls, D- Dark Souls 3, like, does a really good job of fixing all the timelines. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And, like, the showing the cascading, DLC. like, yeah, but, like, the revolving time nature of lighting the kiln and like fire and light and darkness and cold all those themes yeah and it does a good job of that but there's no mention of what was going on in demon souls which was like about the monumentals dying in the world Oh, okay yeah and the the mist yeah and the mist okay i got you that's dark souls but yeah yeah, i've i've mainly just picked up Bloodborne because I got that from software itch and Sekiro comes out in a month? Two months? It's in March, I okay. think. Pretty sure it's in March. Yeah. So So it's coming up sooner yeah, rather than later. Exactly. So I'm getting hyped for that. And that's all I really did. In terms of gaming and media. Can we just talk about Bloodborne? Can we use a Bloodborne <laughs> cast? That's no, we need to we'll talk about it more. <laughs> I don't need to play it anymore. I've played it four mm-hmm. or five times. Okay. I'm only on my second. Said plays it again every night in his dreams. Don't we all? Honestly, kind of. Like, every now and then, like, Ben will, like, text me about where he is in Bloodborne, and I just, like, think back to how I wish I could hit myself with a brick and forget I ever played Bloodborne. (laughs) The game is perfect. Like, it's so cool. And what the themes it's going for are so interesting. Uh It's so fucking creepy and, like, The plot's so good. and, And the plot is so good. And... It's actually really straightforward, unlike the Dark Souls games, which I think where you got a little <laughs> You got where you have red string and pictures everywhere. Yeah, that's more conspiracy theories. But like Bloodborne's plot is actually, if you don't pick it up as you're playing the game, you're just not paying attention. Yeah, if you read if you read all the item descriptions, it's pretty cut and dry. So we know that you yeah, have yeah. not been braining yourself to replay Bloodborne. What have you been doing this week, said? Uh, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, but that's really all my free time has been going to Kingdom Hearts. And what I said last week is sort of the same. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to spoil the game, but I completed a couple more worlds. I finished the Tangle world, um, and then I finished another one, and I'll probably, after this, start playing again with Brian. Uh, And it's just really good. (laughs) It's a really, really good game. I still don't know what's going on. I'm <laughs> at peace with that, I think. It's like the levels of grief, you know, where you just like, you know, there's like resentment. Uh, yeah, acceptance. And I, just, yeah, I'm, I'm at the sure acceptance it'll get stage. The end. Denial. No, this is not, this isn't this the is fucking not a game. story. This is a weird plot. What's going on? Anger. Yeah. Fucking, just... this is so dumb. Bargaining. <laughs> yeah. Bargaining. Just Square give me Enix, a why better... did you do this? <laughs> No, bargaining is like I will play these games and I will watch your movie and maybe I'll understand. Like I'll try to and understand. I did that. This. Depression. And it, yeah. Just why? And then acceptance. Eh, it's I a sh- fucking good game. It's acceptance. All right. The yeah. combat is fun as fuck. 
<laughs> so <laughs> combat is. So have you seen fuck. all the movies that you're are, that you're interacting no, no. in? No, we established that last week. Oh my bad. Did you not even listen? Sorry. Well, Fucking no commitment. Goodness. Well, you should watch some of those movies because they're actually good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I will watch some of those movies. <laughs> Ben with the out of left field recommendation for Disney animated movies. Hey, Big Hero Six is good. Truly an auteur. <laughs> I have seen that movie. It is really good. Um, but no, I uh, I have been busy at work, and I really like and like when I do have free time, I would rather play Kingdom Hearts just because I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any so... concept of like how far you are? No, because the Kingdom Hearts games have always been so weird. Like, even after the first one, like, I thought the first one could end after 15 hours, and then it just loops back on itself, and you're playing another 15 hours going through the same worlds. And yeah, so, like, I mean, there's like, a real possibility. What? I, I was just... Because I played the first one a decent amount, and I got to fighting Anselm, and I remember feeling, like, this has got to be, like, the end. Like, this yeah, has been nope. fucking... Which yeah, time then, fighting <laughs> Anselm? <laughs> The first time, yeah, yeah, that was like thirty hours in. (laughs) Yeah, all of the story beats were like building up, like it was a crescendo. And apparently, no, fuck you, you're barely halfway. Yep. Yeah. Gotta fight handsome two more times. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to know because you know you mentioned story beats, and like story beats is a fair comment for the first game because I do think it actually does follow a story cadence. Mm Uh, but like all the other games, the story's just so obtuse that like what what beat is there? You know, yeah. like what? It's just like it's, it's like, drumming t- to like a dog whistle. Like I can't under I can't hear this. Like, you know, <laughs> like I don't know yeah, what's happening. Disney Disney crafted this cute little story in the beginning, and then Square Enix got its hands on it, <laughs> and we're like, no, we're gonna stretch this baby out. We talked last week about how uh, the Final Fantasy games are honestly pretty straightforward story-wise most of the time. And, like, this is why every time somebody had, like, a fucking insane story idea, they were like, fucking put it in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep that shit away from us. We don't, want to, we don't want to turn that into a Final Fantasy, Bob, but I'll tell you where we can put it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... That has been my week in terms of gaming. I'm really just here for the ride. So, <laughs> not, not, not super helpful. Fair Riding enough. that podcast. I'll go ahead and pick up your slack because fucking I really stuffed it in. Uh, <laughs> so I, I've been spending a lot more time with Apex Legends. Uh, oh. And, I mean, granted, it's new and it's a lot of fun, so it's really grabbed me right now. But, like, being, I've talked about this before. I have so many fucking games I want to play that at some point I'm going to tear myself away from this, you know, purely multiplayer game that has no, like, end to it. <laughs> uh, but it's a ton of fun. One of the things that's been getting a ton of praise in the game, and it fucking deserves every last bit of it, is the ping system. Um which is just, it makes it so easy to not verbally communicate with your team at all and still have constantly know what's going on. Like, you ping once and you say, let's go here. You ping twice and 
you say there's enemies over there, you ping on a gun and you announce, hey, there's such and such gun over here, or, you know, there's armor or ammo or whatever. So you can communicate enemy placements and where you're headed next and help each other find loot and stuff. And it's all just various clicks of the middle mouse button. So you don't need to talk to the 12-year-olds. Right. <laughs> you don't um, need to reveal yourself as a 30-year-old man. <laughs> so, like, it's super fucking intuitive, but it still gives you so many options to communicate. And so, like, yeah, I haven't bothered with a microphone, because, and I mean, like, having the microphone, there have been a couple cases where I've been in teams where we all have microphones, and that's definitely better, but the ping system is huge and one point a lot of people have made that I haven't personally run into is you it you know very clearly bridges a language divide so oh, yeah with pings yeah cuz it'll just play the audio in whatever language they have the game set to so nice yeah you can be paired up with somebody from Brazil or China or Japan or whatever and it's fine you can communicate just like somebody from america um i think at some point you guys should just Sup, bitch? download it. Uh, like like that kind of communication in america yeah exactly a robust language <laughs> suck my dick bitch no uh, scope 360 headshot blat, bitch. <laughs> at some point Bully at least one of you into fucking trying it out with me. I'll try it out with you. I, I, the game I've seems had, sweet. I've had some buddies who have been bugging me to play it already. I, so I do want to check it so out. So is it? So well, it's a class-based battle royale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, How big's the map? Uh, I mean it's decently big, but like there's you have sixty people as opposed to. Oh, okay. Uh, the one hundred people, so it's smaller than like. Fortnite or a lot of comparable battlegrounds because there's fewer people. And it's first um, person. Yes. I literally haven't seen like anything on this. <laughs> hey Kevin, is this the death of PUBG? Uh, I mean, fucking maybe. A lot of people thought Blackout was going to be the death of PUBG. A lot of people like, liked Blackout. The the thing is, this is free, so you know, Blackout was more expensive. Plus, Blackout has the like downside of it's still part of a Call of Duty title, so eight months from now it's gonna lose all support. <laughs> as <laughs> you know, fair. Activision's just like fuck this, we're working on <laughs> yeah. whatever the next Call of Duty game is. Um, but so this is free. It's it has you know a much less cartoony style than like Fortnite. Um, but it's not it's not as realistic as PUBG, so. Like, in the same way that fucking Arma is still around, I think PUBG will have some of its adherents. Uh, but everything I'm seeing so far does lead me to believe that Apex Legends is going to stick around and take a pretty good chunk of the pie. Nice. Um, well, I will download it tonight, then. I also watched Eighth Grade with Kara. Ooh. I don't know. The movie's so good. That movie's fucking That's, incredible. Who who's who made that? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. That's right. Yeah, he wrote legend. and directed that. He does not show up in it. I'm pretty sure he voiced a character who is just like off screen and you don't see for like one line. But <laughs> ADR. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's super good. Like a ton of people have said it fucking super, it, it's one of those weird things. Cause it super recreates the feeling of being in eighth grade. Um, while also, you know, exposing what, uh, eighth grade is like for kids now, like fucking, I, I had a double whammy of old moment in the beginning when, uh, some girl's mom is talking to the main character and she was like, Oh, she's having a birthday. She'll invite you on Facebook. And I was like, Oh my God. Eighth graders can just like invite each other to Facebook events. And yeah. then immediately after she says that her daughter is like, mom, nobody uses Facebook anymore. I'm like, Oh my God. Facebook is old. Oh my God. I'm old. <laughs> As you stare at your hands. Yeah, it's... <laughs> they wrinkle before your eyes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but one of the one of the best things, and I I don't know if it was intentional, but, you know, the whole movie's about eighth grade and it being awkward. And so, like, one of the feelings you get throughout the movie is that, like, I was fucking constantly tense because I was just waiting for everything to turn to shit <laughs> any second. And that's what, like, eighth graders feel like all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you, love the father you watch in the movie. It? Uh, it's on HBO. Nice. Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, the dad is super good. Uh, his, <laughs> like, there are moments, like, when he gets caught spying on his daughter and he just has that, like, oh, shit face. And, <laughs> uh he has monologue later that's fucking really well developed, uh, really well delivered, also developed, but... Because mm. uh, film. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, you know, it's one of those... Like, the 14-15 range isn't hitting that real bad child actor thing, but, you know, for a cast that's 90% <laughs> teenagers... Yeah, they all did a really good job. You know, you weren't sitting there painfully sitting through some kid's shitty acting. Now this uh, is pod racing. <laughs> so yeah, fucking, I super recommend it. It's on HBO Now or HBO Go if you have either of those. Fucking Game of Thrones comes out <laughs> in like two months. You'll have it then. Fucking watch 8th grade in between episodes. Uh, and then I also managed to beat two video games this week two what yeah. <laughs> uh That's the first one of which more than one. reading rabbit <laughs> the first of which was god of war uh which was great and i we're gonna do a spoiler cast later so i'm gonna kind of leave it at that for now uh oh. the other one which i started yesterday and made sure to beat before we recorded purely to piss sud off uh, was Glover. <laughs> what? <laughs> For like the Nintendo 64? Really? Are we just yeah. going to do... Are we just gonna really? Do, wait, are we just going to do spite gaming now? <laughs> yeah. Why would you spend your time doing that? Because we're talking you about had Bloodborne had nothing better week. to do. <laughs> but you had nothing better to do than to play Glover? He had everything <laughs> better to do. And he chose to do the best. Yeah. I, like I mean, the, the real answer was that, like, I was, you know, grabbing N64 games to play, and, like, Glover has a real nostalgic Please factor stop. in me. No, I want to hear this. 
Wait, wait, how uh, do you have a nostalgia for this? How fucking because it's what? a game I played a lot as a child. Yeah, I that's how nostalgia yeah, that's not works, impossible. Kevin, or ben. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he played that game a lot as a kid. Well, you also know his favorite game, so clearly I believe you. Yeah, you know my first Kevin. PlayStation 1 game. You clearly just spied on me throughout my childhood. Not in my notes. <laughs> uh, he didn't like Glover at all. <laughs> but like it is one of those weird games that seems to hit like a certain nostalgia factor for a lot of people. Uh, there's oh, this game's so there's dead dozens bad. of Come us. On. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people about like I've just mentioned Glover, like my coworker and one of my friends from college, and like fucking, they're just like, oh my god, like I remember that game, like I, you know, fucking everyone remembers a, Glover. It, it's a game that like everybody at least rented for a week from Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, or saw, and that's my memory of it. It was on the shelf at Blockbuster, and I was like, I want to play as a glove. <laughs> yeah, I remember that copy of Glover at the Blockbuster, and it was always covered in glue. And then I realized it was because that one kid who kept eating glue would only play Glover, because that's how bad Glover is. That's, that glue kid I, grew up to be Kevin. <laughs> and that little boy, who nobody liked, grew up to be Roy Cohn. Uh One of the things I had playing it again, now that I'm 31... Uh, <laughs> is a similar oh, experience <laughs> it's a similar experience i had to when i uh got super mario land 2 on the uh, i thought when you got an aneurysm okay <laughs> uh, i got super mario Unbridled land 2 on the joy uh on the digital store on my 3ds sorry are you fucking comparing glover to super mario world no super hey, mario, super mario land, land. For the Game Boy. Are you comparing Glover to Super Mario Land? I will if you fucking let me finish the thought. <laughs> no. That's the Mario They can't even be in the same sentence. That's Super Mario Land 2 story. <laughs> was a game I had, uh, you know, growing up. I had it on the Game Boy. And it was one of those games that, fucking, I played it for goddamn 80 hours. And I never beat that game. And then I got it on my 3DS for free because of my fucking Nintendo coins or whatever. And I played it and I beat it in like three and a half hours. And I was like, fucking how? Like, how is this something I struggled for fucking a JRPG length of time with as a child? And fucking that is how this ties back to Glover. Because I I fucking never beat Glover. I never even reached the final world. But I managed because the game's terrible. <laughs> but I beat it in less than 24 hours from starting the game. You say that like that some sort of commitment or badge a, of pride, yeah, yeah. award. <laughs> no, it's just the fact that like speedrun attempt. <laughs> I was now give me some money. It just really <laughs> exemplifies how fucking dumb I was as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I really sucked yeah. at video games. See, I feel yeah. the opposite. I feel like I'm getting worse at video games. <laughs> oh, me too. Absolutely. I'm not a good video game player. <laughs> uh but my honest like my honest review of Glover is that it's fucking like I remembered loving it. I didn't think it would hold up. It held up better than I thought it would. It's not an amazing These are game. Rose-colored glasses, aren't they, Kevin? <laughs> No, like, it's not an amazing game, but, like, there's a lot of potential there that I'd honestly super fucking love to see in, like, a newer game. No one's going to make a sequel to Glover. Fucking I'll make a goddamn sequel to Glover. Do it. Do it. Uh, Glover 2. The gloves are off. 
We can make a bet right now. I will gargle your balls for 15 <laughs> minutes straight wow. if you make a sequel to Glover. Glover 2, the Glovening. <laughs> the gargling. But, like, most of the issues the game had was, like, I don't I don't know if it's limitations of 64. <laughs> Not even that cuz like I think it probably just struggled budget-wise uh because no you know, as, <laughs> aesthetically it has a lot in common with like Banjo-Kazooie it has a They couldn't new, get funding like, for a game about a glove. <laughs> a fucking <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that pitch? We want you to give us your development resources for this game. You guys know Banjo-Kazooie? <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll I, get for this. I don't know how you're gonna sit there and make that argument compared to any fucking game on the N64. What was uh, fucking? Well, the... Conquer's a fun like fucking squirrel. Like that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so to let's me. have him fuck, fuck a flower with tits and fight a talking shit boss. Like, it's genius. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, that all the execs need is a cool mascot, and Glover's not that. Glover's a glove. I, he's a fucking glove with eyes. He's a, he's a cute design, <laughs> and I don't know how you're going to fucking sit there and pretend like he's well, a god-awful design. I see, like, I see, like you know, because, like, the the whole, like, um, the glove is an iconic image in um, cartoons and video games. You have Mickey, who wears gloves all the time. You got Mario. Is this really Mario happening? wears gloves all the time. <laughs> so I can kind of see where Matt they were like, hey, defender, I think we can sell the gloves because the two of the biggest in, in, the, in the world. Were you in this product meeting? <laughs> what is going on? You know what people recognize about Mickey? No, His gloves. I'm just sympathetic towards visionaries. <laughs> what? Wow, Matt's really on the Glover train. <laughs> Matt, did you also play uh, Glover this week? No, but I'm inspired to to I, I, write Glover too. <laughs> I think you should all fucking go play an hour of Glover sometime this week. No, because no. an hour of gloving a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> <laughs> I heard if you glove too hard, you go blind. <laughs> But, like, its issues stem from a couple of the worlds are, like, really fucking sparse. They don't... They're just, like... No! <laughs> On the N64? Yeah. Sparse worlds? No! Get out of here. <laughs> Graphics are subpar. And then the other thing there is... There are a lot of boxy-like looking textures. <laughs> the other thing pixels. is that uh, they have a lot of uh, mechanics and stuff that, like, they... Put in Give there and then like Tell me either... one glove based mechanic. Fucking you roll and bounce a ball that can transform into other kinds of balls. There are some <laughs> of these mechanics that they didn't develop far enough, and I think at points forgot <laughs> were in the game. Uh one, okay. one of the best examples of this is so the the ball by itself normally is like a playground ball. It's like inflatable, and so if you roll across deep water, then the ball will float on top. And, like, you can run on top of the ball to move around, but, like, it stays on top of the water. But you Is can... this fucking happen? <laughs> yeah. But you can also transform it into a bowling ball, which is heavy and will sink. Um, okay, yeah, I get, I'm following so yeah. far. <laughs> so there's... Kevin, this is too long for a podcast back in 1998 <laughs> when the game came out. What is happening? You're only extending it by continuously interrupting my example. <laughs> 
All right, I so, don't care so about inflatable the balls ball. float and <laughs> they hated balls the man when he yeah. spoke the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I fucking playing through a level and I come up to an area where there's a pool of water with a button on the bottom of the pool. And so I'm like, okay, oh my God. I fucking it? transform it. Yeah, I transform it into a bowling ball and I press the button and this ramp opens up. To the left of the ramp is this other pathway. And I follow that a little ways and there's a separate button. I hit that button and it drains the pool of water so that you can hit the button. So either the game, the devs forgot that you can just hit buttons at the bottom of the water by transforming into a bowling ball, or they assumed that players would forget. Because there's no reason to have both of those things. You know, you should hunt down the devs and ask them. Let's get one on the podcast <laughs> next week. You should have ASMR'd this. <laughs> Glover ASMR. ASMR, this Glover He's in like, depth. He's like, you hear? I'm Glove. God forbid gloves. I try and have any kind of discussion on interesting game mechanics in older Whatever, game. Whatever, I'm gonna play. Oh. This isn't interesting. This is turning into a bowling ball and sinking. Like this is <laughs> fucking popular mechanics gonna, circa 1992. I'm gonna play Bubsy like, 3D, on. and then we're gonna talk about it next week. And you're gonna have to deal. I with, would love to talk about it. Bubsy 3D. Bubsy 3D is hilarious to me because it is such a piece of shit. And, like, that's actually fun. Glover's just mediocre. And, like, you're just describing things like a child could figure out. I mean, come on. But, I mean, that's kind of my point. <laughs> Jesus. But you're 31. Like, you have so many better and rich things in your life. And you threw it away for Glover? <laughs> Fucking, you're going to sit there and pretend like you've never done anything akin to this. No, my time's valuable. <laughs> I don't believe you. Anyway, that was my week. <laughs> Spoiler for next week. I'm going to play Glover four more times. <laughs> and really get into the mechanics. Yeah. T talk about every moment-to-moment -moment gameplay. Kevin's going to record a Glover commentary. <laughs> So you can, this, this one, he just looks really cute in the so light here. Can, and I'm not sure if it's screen tearing, yeah. but it also just might be really good there's art There's a design, string hanging, and then there are scissors next to that string. <laughs> but you have the power to cut the string. <clears throat> so why would they put the scissors there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking... <laughs> anyway, Matt, what did you do, and why was it playing Glover? <laughs> I looked into the repo files, and there was a, supposed to be a dark Glover character who was, like, the opposite of Glover in every way. Except that's literally the main bad guy for the game. Is it really? The whole thing is that you're a wizard. I forgot about that. Yeah, a wizard casts a spell, and one of his hands turns into Glover, and the other one becomes an evil glove. And you have Mega to, like, glove? get the jewels of the mage tower back. <laughs> that was a joke. I can't believe well, it. There's, there's no way to follow that so i'm just gonna try my best um so <laughs> and fail okay I didn't, I didn't do a whole lot this week in terms of uh gaming like for zelda i just went through the um that divine the first divine beast that uh, elephant i went through and did that nice. dungeon uh i've done it before so it's nothing really uh new or difficult challenging or anything you know it's all the same that i've done so i'm looking forward to getting into new stuff next week um 
Kevin said he beat God of War, and I knew I was like really close, and I was like, well, fuck, I better beat God of War. So today I sat down and played the last like uh, 15, 20% of the game and just kind of went through the ending. And, you know, like I said, we're going to have a spoiler cast later, so we'll get into that um, after I talk about. Um, I watched. Uh, the girl in the spider's web, which is oh, is this the newest sequel one? Sequel to the American um, produced girl with the dragon tattoo. It wait, Matt, I saw is the this trailer. The one with Claire yeah. Foy. Claire Foy is the Elizabeth mm-hmm. character, um, okay. and it's also a story that is technically the fourth story in the series and it's uh wasn't written by the original author of the books so it's kind of like an off story in a way uh it's fan fiction yeah fan fiction not canon (laughs) but um it was it was okay i mean i I, i'm a pretty big fan of the millennium trilogy the books are fantastic um the the first movie that was done by fincher um I like it a lot. I mean, I I own it on Blu-ray. I, I watch it, rewatch it every now and then. Um, wow. Funny story is I watched that movie with my mother and my grandmother. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, How did that go? Well, I went to you know visit my grandma for a holiday. I can't remember if it was Thanksgiving or Christmas, and I saw she had like a little Netflix. Um, envelope on the counter and I was like oh you got a movie grandma what'd you get and I flipped it over and it was, it was a girl with a dragon tattoo and I was like I, she was like yeah I got this movie uh, pretty excited to see it I was like have you heard about this movie like you know what it's about cause like it's a pretty heavy uh, dark trying story trying to gauge your grandma's <laughs> sensibilities <laughs> but apparently she had read the she had read the books so then I was like oh well you know she knows what she's getting into for a better sense of the word so but my mom on the other hand i don't think my mom really quite knew what what was gonna kind of unfold because the movie has like some pretty uh intense um like rape sequences and uh, other violence violence towards women and such avoid all eye contact with them (laughs) but um Matt probably just did what I used to do when I was a kid and boobs came on the screen. It's just like hide under a blanket and then like pull your dick one eye out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh, boobs. Good. Yeah, because oh, you need no, to hide boobs. your shame, but you also, you got to see them boobs. Um, the movie was okay. The new movie. Um, Claire Foy did a good job. Uh, Looks acting. intense. Her accent's insane. Yeah, she I didn't like her accent. Um, I think I prefer Rooney Mara. Where is she supposed to be? I think she's... Where is she supposed to be? Swedish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the Rooney Mara and uh, uh, Daniel Craig film is my favorite of, like... Because I know they have, like, the the ones that were done over in Sweden. Um, those They're just not, like... They're a lot slower and a little more boring, I think. <clears throat> I mean, you can't really compare like a Swedish TV movie to a David Fincher production. It's kind of like you know, okay. very different. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> yeah, I wasn't planning on it. But, um, yeah. <laughs> it it kind of makes me sad that we didn't get like the actual sequel, the uh, girl who played with fire. Maybe you still will. I don't think so. At least not with uh, Rooney Mara. I don't think they're. Then I don't think this movie did good enough to warrant. If Sony does do another one, it's just because they still have rights to rights. it for some reason. We'll see. Yeah. Nice. I'll have to check it out. If you if you like the first one, I mean. I did. Yeah. So. I need to read the books. I would definitely read the books. They're um, much better than the movies. Nice. As most books that become movies are. How many are there? There's three. This is incredibly low key. <laughs> yeah. Um, Podcast. Yeah. You wish we were still talking about Glover. <laughs> Honestly, kind of. <laughs> I'm falling asleep. You never see the wizard. But yeah, um, you see the wizard in the beginning, and spoiler, the end. <laughs> Speaking of spoilers, we can uh, get into God of War since I like beat it just like 20 minutes ago, or not 20 minutes ago, but 20 minutes before we <laughs> hopped on the podcast. Clever two Noise. should be about his shoes. What a what a great game that is. Yeah, um, and so that was our 2018 game of the year for Rouge One. But at that point, only two of us had actually beaten it, and I... Just <laughs> fucking embarrassing. <laughs> it's a testament to how good the game actually Especially is. Especially since you guys had it, Yeah, too. we hadn't even beaten like it, just and got it. it was the game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I fucking stand by it even harder now, having <laughs> beaten the game. Spoilers. All, all the fucking spoilers. Okay. Uh, we haven't spoiled it yet. It's okay. We can We're still... about to. I know. I'm. I'm saying. Fucking. We're opening the floodgates. Uh, <laughs> but so, uh, I. I think I kind of talked about this before. But it was nice seeing like the game itself uh, mature in addition to uh, Kratos. Like obviously, Kratos is a very different character than he was in the <laughs> earlier games. But like in the original games, you like slaughter literally the entire pantheon well in the original games and, kratos was more of a vessel for what they wanted to do he wasn't a complicated character he was a vessel for rage. yeah they're like <laughs> what if there was a cool game where you killed gods okay let's invent kratos uh but i mean like in this one you fucking like you meet freya you meet balder you barely meet Thor's sons and like that's it fucking except for the like post credit stinger despite Odin and Thor getting mentioned fucking constantly they meet never the show god up. of death no, no yeah. you don't what are you talking about meet you him yeah he talks to you I would say that's a meet does he yeah what? while you're what walking does he talk to about? you while you're walking through the undead the giant crow mm. That's not the god of death. I thought it was. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I thought you were an expert on Norse mythology. Come on. I thought it was the god of death. You know, he's one of the rooster who goes to un- the underworld. There comes the, the sign rooster. Of the end times. 
Yeah. I mean, that one's fucking, again, like, the spectacle of this game is fucking over the top. Like, seeing yeah. that crow way off in the background and just knowing how fucking huge it is the first yeah, time you go to comparison. hell. Yeah, by comparison, yeah. Yeah, and then the second time when you're on the flying ship and you, like, pass right fucking by it. Mm-hmm. That was fucking incredible. Uh, we were talking about story beats earlier, and I had uh, this moment when I I asked Sud, like, off to the side how much longer I had left because I hit the point when you're, like, bringing the Jotunheim gate back and you're, like, just in a room with four doors, and then, like, the doors open, and it's like, oh, it's people from Alfheim, and then they kill them, and they close, and then they open again, and it's like, oh, it's people oh, from Muspelheim. so hard. Yeah, and you, you just go through, like, each of the realms. I'm like, this feels like <laughs> the fucking oh, yeah. Mega Man boss rush yeah, yeah, before exactly. the Wily stages. <laughs> the, two gu- the two guys where the lights keep going out. Oh, man, those guys are such bitches. Yeah, uh, that is one thing, because like we've we've talked about the cinematic finishers being really repetitive. Uh, that is probably one of the other things is like after having beat the game and doing some of the Niflheim and Muspelheim stuff, it made me realize how many of the enemy types I fucking hated fighting. Yeah, like the oh really yeah the Reavers are fucking painful every time they show up. Uh, I don't like the Reavers. I Which one's the Reavers? But- the, like, like the witch type things yeah oh okay that you have to shoot with the arrows in order yeah, to yeah. get them to hold still for half a second yeah and then the dark elves were all such fucking oh, pains too zipping around blinding yeah, you yeah and god yeah god forbid you get like two at the same time you're just never gonna see anything again yeah that um, because like the range on the explosion to blind you is oh yeah like, bigger ridiculous. than your fucking dodge yeah I don't understand how you do dodge it you have don't, you guys ever figured it out you block it you do the block oh, reflect. Really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes if it landed just right, I could dodge just far enough away. But most of the time, yeah, just you're fucking eating it. And then you you're fighting perfect in the block dark. It. <laughs> you perfect block it. That's what you do. Fucking <laughs> great. Yep. Uh, but like a lot of the, a lot of the other ones were like fine. Uh, I, fucking, I love nightmares. Animation. Nightmares was just like hit square three times. <laughs> They'll fucking be dead. Um, I love all the boss battles in that game. They're so great. I can't. What's a boss battle in that game? I know. I can't even remember many. Like there were. I just remember the. Well, you odors. have like the boss battle at the beginning with when you first meet the stranger. Um, Balder. Then yes. you have the dragon. You have, um, um, and then you have Balder again. again. And then you have when <laughs> you fight Balder the two again. sons. Um, yeah, that yeah. was like the only legit boss fight. Yeah, I like them. They they were you they like that one was awesome. They weren't I loved like the two sons built up to be like you know these epic boss fights in a way, but like they they felt like so natural to the story. You know that that's kind of like how those events unfold in those old mythology tales. Yeah, I'm excited to see how Loki gets his balls pulled by two magic goats. <laughs> can we talk about like theories as to where the story goes because i think this is fascinating yeah. The yeah. Whole, so the at ending, the end of the game the whole ending Atreus is, is revealed well can wait yeah sorry go ahead okay so at the end of the game you find out that atreus was originally going to be named loki 
And yep. also that he's half giant. Yeah. Well, that comes yep. with being Loki. Yes. Uh, and, like, the cool thing is that in Norse mythology, Loki is the cause of Ragnarok, and he is the cause of Ragnarok here. Um, admittedly, Ragnarok has already accidentally. started. Yeah. But, like, it's like the portending of Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. and then once it's, Baldur it's dies, coming. it really kicks yeah. off. Yeah. And the cool thing is that I, like, there's so many parts of this game that I think portend to a time travel story because Jorgamander is Loki's son. Yeah, um, yeah. And Fenrir Wolf is Loki's son as mm-hmm. well, who is destined to kill Odin. And there's only one part of the story that I don't understand. It's when Kratos is carrying Atreus back to Freya for healing and then someone rings the bell and then the water goes down. Oh, yeah. And you don't know who that is. And it's never explained, which makes me think that there's a time travel element where, mm. like, Loki in the future, you know, has his son, Jorgamander, and Jorgamander goes back in time to start his endless conflict with Thor. And then somehow there's someone ringing the bell for, or not ringing the bell, but blowing a trumpet. I like that idea of the time travel because that's a great way to, um, make sure that you know Ragnarok does happen because yeah they uh, Loki and Thor are in this constant never-ending thing where Ragnarok won't happen unless something unless someone does something different so I feel like the time travel aspect could be that something different to really kick off Ragnarok they also bring up the concept um, when they talk about the the world serpent uh having fucking being thrown back in time yeah from yeah, his fight with thor yeah so yeah the well and the whole mural at the end where it's like oh they've already uh somebody already wrote this whole painting about everything we just did yeah well, <laughs> that, that, that could just well, be like prophecy, prophecy. yeah that no. could like prophecy doesn't have to be like time travel yeah but a, a prophet but... could be a time traveler sure (laughs) um yeah i it was nice that there were like levels to the story um because like i i didn't play god of war for like three weeks and i mentioned this in our group chat that like if you come back after that time and i have no idea what you were dealing with matt but like the basic story is pretty simple (laughs) it's just like you know you're trying to spread your wife's ashes boulder's dick Thor's sons are dicks. That's that's about all you have going on necessarily. There's not a ton to keep track of in the direct, like in your face. But then there's all of the mythology you're given, uh, a bunch of stories that kind of directly relate to the stuff going on around you without directly affecting Kratos during the game. Uh, that like was really hard to get my mind going back to again just because all of the names are so fucking incomprehensible to me you know like you yeah you, you see the subtitles yeah, you see the subtitles for the names they're saying and you're like fucking sure i guess <laughs> nagrin schemier 
I can't think of a better game besides maybe Bloodborne that builds <laughs> its world so well. Yeah, uh, Red, they Red certainly like, the stories took, are incredible. They took a, a a thing that already existed <laughs> and molded this awesome story from it very well. I really like it. Well, there's so many really cool stories that, like Kevin mentioned, have nothing to do with Kratos, but create a sense of the world. Yeah, you know, like world building. What happened to the giants? Mm-hmm. Um, like that has nothing to do with Kratos necessarily, but like there are all these different giants. Even though Kevin can't remember their names, I'm sure you can tell us generally what happened in some of those stories. And they're cool little vignettes. Yeah. You know, whether it's about the two wolves who are chasing the sun on the moon or... Or uh, Odin like hanging to... himself from a tree to gain vision. <laughs> yeah, like it's so cool. And that I'm really glad they didn't show Odin or Thor. Like Kevin mentioned, they you are all a little bit of Thor. this game. <laughs> we see yeah. a hand. Uh and a hammer. And a hammer. Um, but, like, they are so well formed in this game. And, like, their fingerprints are, like, everywhere. Uh, and it's just so cool. Like, they've created, like, a really cool, like, mythical feeling to them. Yeah. Like, they're these incredibly powerful beings that are out there just watching you. Uh, and... Uh, I'm really excited for a sequel. I also wonder what will happen once you do get to see Thor and Odin and interact with them and if that mystique will go away. But that was honestly my favorite part of the game was sort of just exploring, learning about these stories and then like having this like omnipresent force that's like impacting the world yeah, around I'm me. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to I can't quite understand. I'm sure they're going to keep that theme for sure. I don't know how you get that theme when you're now punching Odin in the face. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that'll like, be I, interesting to gods. see. Because, um, again, like, Kratos has moved to the point where, like, he's he's not fucking out to fight anyone. He The only times he fights any gods are the ones who directly not only, like, stand in his path, but then attack him. It's not yeah. just, like, you're in my way. It's, like, I'm fucking actively defending myself. And with Balder, he tries... By ripping you in half. Yeah, he tries multiple times to end the fight without killing Balder. And just, you know, that becomes a non-starter eventually. Um, But yeah, so I think they'll be able to keep that going with... uh, Like, obviously, fights with Thor and Odin are going to have to happen. But it'll be interesting to see the way they handle that based on the changes they've made to Kratos as a character. Yeah. It's amazing how they were able to keep Kratos in this God of War franchise. Like, I'm pretty shocked how well they pulled yeah. it off because he was just a raging yeah. dick. Yeah. Like, there was nothing sympathetic about him. And Give they, me your head. I need him. vision. <laughs> I'm going to take these wings, Icarus, and you can die. <laughs> and now he's like, I'll only cut your head off if you specifically ask me if to. If you push me really hard. Um, I love that scene where Mimir's like, I think it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't uh, die. This is the funniest God of War game. Yeah. Oh, like, by they far. were able to work humor into this insane I'm laughing action. because of jokes, not ridiculous <laughs> murders. Uh, did Kevin, do you guys remember that one side quest where you go through and you like rescue... Or no, you're trying to like find this key and then there's a side story going on about like this 
uh, pirate son who killed his father. Yeah, that's good. And then you find out what happened. And then Atreus is looking at Kratos, and he's like, he killed his own father? <laughs> and Kratos is just, like, looking off into the distance, and he doesn't say anything. <laughs> wow. What kind of person would do that? And he's just, like, stone-faced. He's like, oh, God. People like, who need to, boy. He doesn't say anything. He's, like, clearly sweating bullets. He's just like, oh, fuck. Well, I mean, like... he was also, he was also like, the jig's up when they were just displaying the image of him killing... <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, killing Zeus. In hell? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, like, enacted in front of yeah. him as he's punching Zeus into a yeah. pulp. <laughs> like, it's like, what was that? Uh, don't worry about it, son. <laughs> when I, yeah, I love that Atreus just fucking plays it off. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. did you see me with an old man? What old man? <laughs> Mum's the word, it's, Pa. <laughs> it's... It's such good writing because, like, that feels so real. Like, if you, like, saw something, like, I'm sure you've all had that experience where um, you, like, seen, like, your parent or something, like, do something, like, dumb or, I don't know, like, something that you're not supposed to. Yeah. And they're like, what did you see? And you're just like, oh, I don't know. I didn't see anything. You know, it's like, it's such a little kid thing to do. Well, I was, because that like, was one thing that this game did really well. I was really, like... At first, I was kind of on Atreus' side, but, like, halfway through the game, I was like, that little shit needs to get his fucking stuff together. I guess, well, he's just, like, an awkward preteen. I don't know. It wasn't that long. The, like, Atreus is a dick for not that many hours. No, yeah, definitely he's not. He's only a dick in the portions after finding out he's a god. Right. And then he gets, yeah. and then he gets way high on that fucking horse. Yeah, and then I, I do love the fact that, like, when you next beat Sindri and they have, like, their back and forth where, like, Atreus just fucking yeah. gives him the business. Yeah. Like, from that point until him and his brother make up, like, anytime you go to, like, craft or upgrade anything oh, yeah, for Atreus, yeah. he's, just, he's just so fucking pissy. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, clever. <laughs> but, yeah, the the dialogue and character building for this game was fucking incredible. Cause there was multiple moments between Kratos and Atreus where like, I legitimately got choked up and like, it is so rare for that to happen in a video game. Cause you're such a man. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, fucking no, I, he cried during Glover. Let's not, let's not lie to ourselves. <laughs> he just wanted his hands back. <laughs> <laughs> I too know what it's like to lose gloves. <laughs> but no, it's just like video game stories, even like the ones that get a ton of, you know, praise. Because like I don't remember really having that moment during Last of Us, and like maybe really? I did. It's, really? it's been a while. That's incredible. wow. But like, I, okay. <laughs> speaking of Kingdom Hearts, you're a heartless. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I don't know, like, because everybody fucking raves about that draft scene, and like it oh, was that cool. That wasn't, but it, it didn't like I don't. Know, it didn't have the emotional impact for me that it oh, feels hospital, like a lot of dude. people did in the university. Yeah. That shit. That was heavy. Yeah, like the end. Yeah. the choice to end. Yeah, nothing. Jeez, Kevin. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Monster. I'm okay. You're okay. <laughs> it's fine. 
Do you think that this uh, God of War series will eventually have us playing a older Loki or Atreus? I think the I think Kratos is going to die early in the second game. Yeah. I think Thor's going to kill him, and then Loki's going to be adopted, and you're going to play the first half of it as an Asgardian. Interesting. All the while I, he's plotting his revenge. I just can't imagine how that. Kid. Oh, where he's plotting his revenge the whole time. I was gonna say, I I just don't see a series of events where Atreus is just cool with it. Loki. He's not gonna be cool with it, but like he'll grow up. You know, it'll be like a time skip, and he'll be like Loki, and he'll be a bitch. And he'll have and he'll, way like, more upper body strength. <laughs> I just way don't know how. You, what do you think his main? I don't know how you do that then. time skip. Would he just still use the arrows, or would you use arrows in, in no. conjunction? I think you probably have the Leviathan axe. I just don't know how you we do just, that kind of time skip when you meet Thor uh, at the start of Ragnarok. I, Ragnarok could take yeah, a long Ragnarok time. Yeah. A while, I'm pretty sure. I thought we established that we think Jorgamonder is thrown back in time, and like Jorgamonder is Loki's son. Sure. Or, or like maybe Loki, like Jorgamonder's actually Kratos in a snake body who's thrown back yeah, in there time. You go. I don't know. But I mean, this is all but like those are still relationships you're assuming based on the actual mythology. There's nothing in the game that I saw to suggest that that's still his origin. Well, but everything else they they really take a lot of care to fit within the mythological norms. So you would expect there be some sort of relationship along those lines. Yeah, I like mean, it's pretty faithful, you know. Except for uh, Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> Kratos being there. <laughs> the only thing missing. He's the only thing out of place. This bald guy ripping our shit up. <laughs> but otherwise, I was talking same to, old Asgard. <laughs> I was talking to my coworker about it and I would love to see some like bullshit retreading after they do what I assume I assume this is going to be like another trilogy but like after they do the Norse thing rather than even going to a different new uh, mythology just be like oh now I have to fight like Jupiter and Mars (laughs) (laughs) and they're all just like recolors and it's a a sci-fi he's actually going to the planets (laughs) to fight the gods Kratos rocketing through space. <laughs> That's an interesting Matt thing. Game's good, man. <laughs> Matt has been incredibly quiet during this whole discussion. Uh, I mean, I've just been listening to you guys. I mean, it's pretty fresh in my mind. So, um, Matt, you're a part of the podcast. Yeah. I appreciate you listening to it. Um, <laughs> Matt's a part of us all. A part of us all. A part of us all. I, I just, uh, I really liked the end, how they... Um, uh, worked in uh, Atreus into like the combat with uh, when you're getting thrown around when the when oh, Freya when they have is, the tag team fight yeah it's just crazy yeah. she's like possessing the dead giant corpse so good yeah, so cool and then when you actually <laughs> yeah their tag team fighting was really sweet go to the realm of giants and you just see all their bodies. This game has incredible oh, pieces yeah, that I'll never yeah. forget. Like I'll never forget some of the sex yeah, like, in the game. The the care that they went into like making this completely fictional world and that's why 
I'm sort of like I've been trying to go I've been going back and forth because I've beat both now God of War and uh, Red Dead 2 and I don't know like there are a lot of parts of the creative elements of God of War that I think are better than Red Dead and there are a lot of parts of the creative elements of Red Dead that I think are better than God of War and um, I don't know I just I think overall like God of War is a more fun experience and that's kind of why it kind of gets a little higher up for me but th- I agree there's, games don't have to be fun they don't have to be fun which is why I can't really talk about like necessarily how I feel in regards to Red Dead 2 because I'm the only one here who's beaten it so I'm um, close I'm very close I think since um God of War is like more fictional in the way that it's uh, fantasy, mm. um, like oh, the, I see what you mean. the yeah. build, like the aesthetics and the designs and the the world building is a little bit more because like Red Dead is basically just like you know co- is like a recreation of you know the American frontier, which is there's a lot of subject or there's a lot of material to draw upon you know what i mean you can literally just like look at pictures from the old west and see what the towns look like we have no idea what elfheim (laughs) looks like (laughs) well i guess we don't know what the original writers thought it looked like yeah um but like being a fan of god of war from the first game uh kratos has come a long long way (laughs) Like <laughs> come a long way, baby. So yeah. you can you can like, say that again. I remember <laughs> like, the, oh my gosh. like the first level of the first game, and you can like run back into your ship, and there's just two babes on the bed, and you, you gotta can, do them a second time for the extra. Yeah, you orbs. can just you can just smash them, and uh, <laughs> Kratos is not that kind of guy now. You know he's tried to settle down. You know he's stoic. Yeah, he's come, a long, he's come a long way from like shoving eyes balls out. Firmly, balls firmly in pelt. That's what you're saying. But like, so, so one thing I don't get, and maybe somebody, belt. I know Ben and Sud are more versed in the actual like mythology of the Norse uh, legends. So like, they go to the realm of the giants, and there's all these massive corpses everywhere, and then you, you find out yeah. that. Uh, their uh, Kratos's wife is a giant, and that um, Loki is part giant. So, like, are the giants able to somehow manipulate their gigantic? They've always okay, been able to share. Yeah, that's like form. A thing. I was literally about to ask that question. They're gonna. They do it to uh, the world serpent. They turn him into a giant cat and tell Thor to lift him, and then he can't. <laughs> and like Fenrir Wolf was a human or like had a human shape and he's transform he transforms into a giant wolf. And there's also there's chained. also the third uh child of Loki, Hell. Who's the one who Yeah, and yeah. she's just a Yeah, yeah woman. she's actually a person. Yeah. Well she's half dead. Yeah, yeah. Like half of her right. half of her body's decaying. <laughs> she rules the other half over is alive. Hmm. Yeah. And so she is 
But she's so you know, when we eventually there. event play as Loki, will he like be able to be like ha 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 enlarge? <laughs> In a truck. <laughs> he just becomes giant and turns his clock. <laughs> he just like whoop. Becomes big. I mean, they do make reference to Loki being a ship shapeshifter. Like when he first finds out he's a god, he's like, maybe I'll turn into a wolf, and then. And I just start elbowing myself, going, eh, eh. <laughs> just hitting yourself in the yeah. stomach over yeah. and over again. I, I, <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Maybe I get uh, it. he'll be able to shapeshift into Kratos, and that'll be their way of being like, hey, you can play as Kratos. They don't need to change the model. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> One of the worst, worst solutions Maybe in New ever. Game Plus. <laughs> that'll... No, that'll be the big fucking twist for the second game, is that, like, you play through the game as Kratos, and the whole time you're just like, what happened to Atreus? Like, nobody's talking about what happened. And then, yeah, fucking... <laughs> Kratos died, be... and you've just been Atreus the whole time. <laughs> It'd be the shittiest twist ever. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but this this is this the future looks bright for the God of War series for the next couple of games at least. I mean, it took them eight years to make this it does one, look so bright. we might have to wait a while for the future. I had heard they were gonna do like some uh, DLC for uh, the way the game ends with you meeting Thor. Like I heard they were gonna do like a DLC. I you... don't believe that at all. Who knows? Yeah, I've heard nothing about that. I mean, I also yeah, haven't Where did looked, you hear that? <laughs> but it hasn't just assaulted me at home, that information. Yeah, you've been knee-deep in Glover, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so At no point you... in Glover did I read a news article telling me that there was going to be DLC for God of War. Uh, what if there was, though, <laughs> in Glover? <laughs> There's just an article. A little, like really bad textured oh. newspaper on the ground. <laughs> 16, 16 bit little piece of paper. <laughs> Spoiling God of War. <laughs> it would definitely be the, um, the the final nail in the coffin for the simulation theory. <laughs> well, if you look at the game no. Glover and you go to well, World 2, Level 3 <laughs> see you can clearly yeah. see there's a god of war dlc confirmation announcement <laughs> and that's what these time travelers chose to give us we can't put <laughs> it we can't the put the message where everyone will see it <laughs> only the chosen few who can make it to level two who are willing to put up with this much clever <laughs> God of War is really good. It's a really good game. Yeah. Uh, I did you do all the Valkyries? No, uh, I didn't. I'm gonna I've try it. I just started four. the. Um, like I said, I just beat it. Like there's like a super Valkyrie at the end, right? Yeah, the Valkyrie Queen is one of the best video game boss fights ever made. Like no joke, it's incredible. Yeah, I will I say highly... that I've really enjoyed all of the Valkyrie fights. So, I will. At least go back. I don't know if I'll bother platinuming it, but I will at least go back and do that before I kind of take the game off my hard drive. The cool thing about the game is that every 
piece of side content does give you more story. It's not as if there's not more story being doled out. Yeah. Like, have you gone back to the game after you beat it, Kevin, at all? Um, I mean, I so I beat the game at like five yep. in the morning. I went home and got that little after credits teaser, and then yeah, I did Niflheim a fair amount. Uh, I don't enjoy it enough, I think, <laughs> to bother getting the trophy for it. It seems pretty grindy, but I at least killed the Valkyrie in there. Um, and I did, I finished up the dwarf side quest, which I apparently hadn't done. And yeah, like I, I played for like another five or six hours after having gotten the Thor ending and just kind of checking off some of the extra stuff and trophies and whatnot. Yeah, and were you surprised at the amount of extra dialogue that's in there that, like, is commenting on what's, like, had occurred? I guess I I think it's pretty substantial. And I guess I haven't run into that much of it. Well, it's not just on the boat. Like, he talks about Fimblewinter and stuff like that, and the fact that he saw Freya again, and Mimir being he, and, I don't know, there's a bunch of cool stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, Muspelheim's awesome. Uh... The boss fights are awesome. The Valkyries are really cool. The game's just great on so many different levels. I, I'm i really excited to finish Red Dead. I think we need to talk about the two games again because I think they're so unique and so different, especially with us beating both games, you know? But um, yeah, it's I guess awesome. I'll I'm really glad you guys... Try and play some Red Dead. I don't know why you don't like the game. It's man, not clever. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, like, if if Arthur Morgan was rolling a ball around, I'd be fucking all for it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to roll a ball around? All right.